my podcast. I'm Dr. John Cook. I'm so glad you joined us today as we continue our series on Systematic Theology 2. We'll get into our lesson right after this. I want to say right from the start that nothing that I say is original with me. The Bible says there is nothing new under the sun. My daddy used to tell me that if it's new, it isn't true, and if it's true, it isn't new. So I just accept the fact that I'm simply going to be repeating what somebody else has found already. This is part nine of lesson 30 on the doctrine of eschatology or the doctrine of last things. In part nine, we are going to see what the Bible says concerning the visible coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. How he is going to tread out the vintage in the battle of Armageddon, where he will literally trample underfoot the wicked of this earth at that time. We'll get into our study right after this. turn to Revelation chapter 14 and verse 14. John sees a white cloud, and upon the cloud one sat like unto the Son of Man, having on his head a golden crown, and in his hand a sharp sickle. This is the Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ, seated upon his throne. That's who John sees. And this is an event prior to the Lord's placing his feet upon the earth. For here he is sitting upon a cloud, not on the earth. Now the exact time of this appearance is not given, but we are told that it shall take place. When we come to verses 15 through 16, John tells us, and another angel came out of the temple, crying with a loud voice to him that sat on the cloud, thrust in thy sickle and reap, for the time is come for thee to reap, for the harvest of the earth is ripe, yet gleaning grapes shall be left in it as the shaking of an olive tree, two or three berries in the top of the uppermost bough, four or five in the outmost fruitful branches thereof, saith the Lord God of Israel. The event pointed to here is the reaping of the earth by the Lord God Almighty. Again, we're not told when this takes place, only that it takes place. Some Bible teachers say that this is the post-tribulation rapture of the tribulation saints. That's possible. Then we come to verse 17 through 20 of chapter 14 in Revelation. And here we read that another angel came out of the temple, which is in heaven. He also having a sharp sickle, and another angel came out from the altar which had power over fire, and cried with a loud cry to him that had the sharp sickle, saying, Thrust in thy sharp sickle, and gather the clusters of the vine of the earth, for her grapes are fully ripe. And the angel thrust in his sickle into the earth, and gathered the vine of the earth, and cast it into the great winepress of the wrath of God. And the winepress was trodden without the city, and blood came out of the winepress, even unto the horses' bridles, by the space of a thousand and six hundred furlongs. This is a picture 
of the Battle of Armageddon. It's pictured as the gathering of the vines of the earth. That which is harvested is cast into the winepress and trodden underfoot until the blood comes to the horse's bridles, roughly three feet high, for the extent of the valley, which would be approximately 160 miles. This vine of the earth is the lost of this earth, being gathered together against the Lord. The Lord shall stamp them underfoot, just as we read in Isaiah chapter 63, verses 1 through 4 and verse 6. Listen to what it says. Who is this that cometh from, from Edom with dyed garments from Basra? This that is glorious in his apparel, traveling in the greatness of his strength. I that speak in righteousness, mighty to save. Wherefore art thou red in thine apparel, and thy garments like him that treadeth in the wine fat? I have trodden the wide press alone, and of the people there was none with me. For I will tread them in mine anger, and trample them in my fury. And their blood shall be sprinkled upon my garments, and I will stain all my raiment. For the day of vengeance is in mine heart, and the year of my redeemed is come. And I will tread down the people in mine anger, and make them drunk in my fury. And I will bring down their strength to the earth. What a picture. When our Lord shall judge the wicked of this world for all their wickedness, man is going to find out that he cannot defeat the true and living God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We're going to see this again when we come to Revelation chapter 19. So now we come to verse 1 of chapter 15, where John says, I saw another sign in heaven, great and marvelous. Seven angels having the seven last plagues. So we're about to walk through the tribulation period again. For in them is filled up the wrath of God. There's the tribulation period. We know that we shall not be present on earth when these things come to pass. Because 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 9 tells us, For God hath not appointed us to wrath. And that's what this is about but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. This opens up the vials that shall come in the middle of Daniel's 70th week. They are identified as being full of the wrath of God. Then in verse 2 and verse 4, John tells us, And I saw, as it were, a sea of glass mingled with fire, and them that had gotten the victory over the beast and over his image, and over his mark, and over the number of his name, stand on the sea of glass, having the harps of God. And they sing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb, saying, Great and marvelous are thy works, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are thy ways, thou King of saints. Who shall not fear thee, O Lord? and glorify thy name. For thou only art holy, for all nations shall come and worship before thee. For thy judgments are made manifest. These that we see here are the tribulation saints 
They have endured to the end. They gave their lives for the Savior in the tribulation period. Here they are rejoicing around the throne of God in heaven. They sing a combined song of the Old and New Testament, the song of Moses and the song of the Lamb. John looks and sees the seven angels coming out of the temple of the tabernacle of the testimony in heaven. Seven angels having the seven plagues. They are clothed like the priest of God, according to Revelation chapter 15, verses 5 and 6. They are then given by one of the four beasts seven golden vials full of the wrath of God, who liveth forever and ever. We read about this in verse 7. Then we come to verse 8, and John says the temple was filled with smoke from the glory of God and from his power, and no man was able to enter into the temple till the seven plagues of the seven angels were fulfilled. This pictures the fact that there is no more intercession for the wicked. There's just wrath. When men reject the mercy and grace of God, they set themselves up for the wrath of God. The day will come when they will reap what they have sown. These seven last plagues will take place sometime near the end of the tribulation. So in this lesson on part nine, we saw the Lord coming to trample underfoot those that are his enemies. We also saw the preparation for the pouring out of the last plagues on the earth in judgment for their wickedness. In our next lesson, we're going to see the seven last plagues. Until that time, may God bless you. Hey, this is John Cook again. I want to thank you for joining us in this video. And don't miss the next video in our continuing study on Systematic Theology 2. Hey, by the way, while you're here, why don't you click on that subscribe button and give us a thumbs up. You'll be notified immediately when the next one comes out. Appreciate it, and God bless.